0: Welcome to the Back Row Texan Show. Brought to you by the Back Row Sports Network. I'm your host, Branson Thomas, talking all things Houston Texans football. Here we go. buddy and welcome back. This is episode 2 of the Backroad Texan show. I'd like to thank you if you're joining me for the first time or if you wanted to hear more after episode 1. Either way, I'm glad you're listening in. If there's something you have a question on or you've heard answers from other people and just want a new opinion, feel free to let me know, ask away. You can reach me on Twitter at, at @bransonthomas. Or at back row Texans uh, if you got a football question draft question anything about the Texans or life in general feel free to ask away If you haven't caught up on your football news lately the NFL draft is still going to be on schedule uh, just with a little twist it's going to be held completely virtual Basically, it's going to be like your fantasy football draft is, (laughs) supposedly. Everybody's at their home, on their computers. You got a lot of coaches and GMs paranoid right now about getting hacked or not being well-versed in technology. Along with all the health concerns going on, you've got coaches and IT personnel that don't really want to go into each other's homes. you know. The IT guys don't want to go in and help set up the GMs and coaches for the draft. And well, the coaches and GMs don't really want the IT people in there either. So it's, it's gonna make for a, an interesting draft to say the least. The cool thing about it is it's basically going to be a three-day fundraiser that the NFL is setting up to, I believe, contribute to six uh, different charities and causes of their choosing. I'm not sure if they've come out and said which ones yet but that'll be a good thing. The world definitely needs it right now so we'll go from there. In honor of the draft, the Back Row Sports Network is going to do a mock of their own. We've got I want to say 12 teams right now for the Back Row Network. when you're waiting on my podcasts to come out feel free to go jump over to list to any of those guys they do an awesome job but back to the mock draft we are going to do an internetwork mock draft we will each cover our own team for the seven rounds and the teams we don't currently have will be auto picked by the computer uh, we'll be doing that here in the next two weeks before the draft and i'm sure you'll hear about it from the other pods too but we will have a review over that mock in an upcoming podcast before the draft so that'll be a lot of fun and i think um you'll kind of get a better sense of how the draft might go when you have everybody locked into their own teams you know you don't have just one guy picking for everybody at their best guess each individual team is going to have you know, somebody who's done a little more research on it, somebody who cares a little bit more and is more in tune with what that team needs. So it'll be a good thing. And that being said, for today's episode, we are going to do a mock draft ourselves. We're going to see kind of how it plays along with what we end up doing with the network draft. I want to see how close I can get it and see if I kind of have a feel for how things will fall. So that's on the schedule for today. We'll do that mock kind of go over who's on the board still at each pick what my thought process might be as to maybe if we go one way then hopefully somebody falls to us later on and we'll go from there so without further ado let's get started so for our mock we are going to use thedraftnetwork.com i'll have it auto picked for everybody but the texans we'll go seven rounds We're not going to do any trades uh, just because those are unpredictable and you never really know and it's hard to judge value for what the teams are doing. So we will go, I'll kind of give you some notable picks, maybe for the first round since, well, everyone knows Houston doesn't have a first round pick. So instead of just skipping it all together, we'll kind of go through some of the basic ones that other teams selected, maybe someone's... We'll go into more detail on ones from the AFC South. Maybe see how that kind of could impact the Texans as well. So with the number one overall pick, as mocked by everybody else, most notably, the Bengals picked Joe Burrow. Redskins picked Chase Young then it got a little interesting and the lions took uh, interior defensive lineman out of auburn Derek brown Uh, the giants picked isaiah simmons the dolphins tanked and got tua the chargers took justin herbert panthers took jeffrey okuda let's see at nine the jaguars took Javon Kinlaw, interior defensive lineman out of South Carolina. They're going to kind of bolster that defensive interior. Let's see. First wide receiver off the board went at 12 to the Raiders, and that was Henry Ruggs III. Uh, C.D. Lamb went to the Buccaneers at 14. Wow. So the computer had Atlanta take running back DeAndre Swift at 16, even though they just signed Todd Gurley. That's an interesting pick. At 20, Jacksonville took safety out of LSU, Grant Delpit. Uh, he's a pretty good safety, so they're obviously bolstering up that defense, which they definitely need after losing a bunch. And to round out the first round, uh, the Titans took the edge rusher out of Iowa, A.J. Espenza, Espinenza, sorry. Terrible at names, as you will learn. And the Chiefs took running back J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State. That should just make their offense that much better and that much suckier for the rest of the league. Starting off in round two, the Colts took quarterback Jordan Love out of Utah State. That'll be interesting. And the Texans have the 40th pick overall. Some of our team needs, we need an edge rusher, we need defensive interior, we need interior offensive linemen, Um, we need wide receiver, obviously, after the departure of Hopkins. Um, We can use some backup tackles. We need cornerback help, secondary help, basically, safeties as well. And a running back wouldn't be a terrible thing either. So with 40... You know, we have Jonathan Taylor still on the board, the running back from Wisconsin. Um, there's Antoine Winfield Jr., the safety out of Minnesota, who's pretty good. Uh, a couple wide receivers on the board are Jalen rigar Laviska Chenault Jr. out of Colorado, T. Higgins out of Clemson. I know that seems to be a popular pick. Uh, K.J. Hamler out of Penn State. Um, there's some interior defensive linemen, Ross Blacklock, Marlon Davidson, and a couple offensive tackles. Is there a Cleveland out of Boise State and Austin Jackson out of USC? So with this pick, you know, everybody's wanting to see the wide receiver, wide receiver. And I'm just, I'm not sure if I want any of those guys right there on the board. I feel like I could get Better value at say 57 or even 90. So I'm thinking we need we need to address the defense here. There's a couple of guys that I'm looking at. I'm really going back and forth between safety Antoine Winfield Jr. and defensive lineman Ross Blacklock. Uh, Blacklock, you know he's he's got the size, length. He's powerful, really athletic. Could be a building block for a good NFL defense. He just kind of needs to learn to process things a little quicker, uh, but that could come. You know, he's he's been comp to Gerald McCoy, and well, he's been a great interior defensive lineman for a lot of teams. I know Houston just signed Timmy Juergens, but he has health issues. Defensive line, you could rotate him in and keep him fresh and keep him healthy. So that's definitely an option. And then Winfield Jr. Well, he's one of the most established safeties in this draft. Um, you know, his father played in the NFL, and that clearly shows he's got great instincts. Uh, he's one of the best deep safeties and best half-field coverages. He can do man-to-man coverage. He's He can line up against your tight ends. He can fill the box against the run. He may not be the most athletic, but his instincts and discipline will definitely help. So it's just kind of a toss-up. I do think, however... We could do better by picking the defensive lineman right now and get safety later in the draft. So we went with Ross Blacklock out of TCU. Sure enough, a couple pick later, the Chicago Bears took Antonio Winfield Jr. A couple notable picks in between hours are T Higgins went to Jacksonville. The Colts picked up KJ Hamler, the wide receiver out of Penn State. So with our pick at 57, there's a couple different options. Cornerback Trevon Diggs out of Alabama is very intriguing. There's Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State, wide receiver. uh, A couple more wide receivers, actually. Michael Pittman Jr. out of USC, which I'm really high on. Chase Claypool out of Notre Dame. And Donovan Peoples-Jones out of Michigan. Those guys are pretty good. Um, There's also another cornerback that I'm... Really a fan of, and that's Damon Arnett out of Ohio State. So decisions, decisions here. I gotta really figure out how I want to go. Do I feel like I can get a wide receiver in round three at pick 90 and go with one of these solid cornerbacks? Because that could really help our defense. I know we we signed a bunch of guys. We signed Hargraves, Conley's coming back, we got Roby. We have the depth, but to get one of these guys is a lockdown. You know, Diggs could come in and be a shutdown corner and you throw Roby on the other side, and maybe even you push Roby inside to that inside corner position that he excels at better than the outside. And I think with the depth at wide receiver through this draft, we can get somebody in round three and four. So I am gonna go with Trevon Diggs out of Alabama. We are gonna take that pick and help bolster this defense. Sometimes you just got to go with what the board gives you and not necessarily go off of what your needs are. And I kind of feel like the talent like Diggs is too hard to pass up, even though we really need a wide receiver. It's down to pick 90 again. And a couple of those picks between ours, that other cornerback, Damon went 63 to the Chiefs. Uh, There was a little wide receiver run and Pittman Jr., Claypool, Donovan Peoples-Jones all went 68-71. to So let's see. At 90, we've got Antonio Gibson, which is a running back out of Memphis who did really well. There is a safety out of Clemson, Kayvon Wallace. The wide receiver out of Florida, Van Jefferson, who, if you watch his tape, is definitely one of the top route runners in the game right now he is a solid option for us at 90 and i think that's who we will go with nobody else is really jumping out on the board i don't want to reach for anybody um, i know we need edge rushing but i feel like mini who's gonna have a huge jump this year so i'm not as worried about that so we are going to take van jefferson wide receiver out of florida and I know I keep mentioning a running back each round uh, that's available on the board, but I honestly don't think I'm going to take a running back until round seven. Uh, we have we have a few guys there. By no means is our running back room complete, but I think there's two guys that I'm looking for in round seven that could really help us then. So I'm going to wait till then. So we're up to pick 111. So this is round four. Um, There's a couple players I want to look at here. We have A. Holy Gilman, safety out of Notre Dame. There is edge rusher Brandley Annay out of Utah, which I'm a fan of. Alex Highsmith out of Charlotte. He's an edge rusher as well. He's more of a developmental starter at the pro level. Uh, He's got explosiveness, he's got agility, a good motor, um, but he's he's going to have to be a developmental project for the first part. Um, there's wide receiver Quantrine, excuse me, Courtney Courtney Davis out of Texas A&M, a local kid. He's a solid receiver. The Texans did do their due diligence and talked to him Already before all this went down so they definitely are showing an interest and i wouldn't be surprised if i see him go uh, third or fourth round to the texans either but the texans do need a pass rusher so i'm gonna go with brandley anay out of utah Uh, he's very productive defender you know three-year starter he rarely comes off the field which is good from beginning to end of the game it's unrelenting effort which is very good to see you hate seeing the guys that take off plays every once in a while so it's good to see somebody that that never stops you know he's got some technical refinement you know with his hands he needs to to get better at that but shoot you're learning from one of the best in jj Watts, so why not he may not have the best length but he does well with what he's given. He's going to do best as probably a rotational player. Like I said, I'm expecting big things from a mini so you throw them rotating in. You got Duke Elijah four coming back from injury, uh, J.J. Watt if he stays healthy. You can get that depth on there and rotate him in and keep them all healthy. I, I do think he's projected to be an impact starter eventually. Maybe not year one, but going down the line for sure. All right, so now we are in round five, and it's pick 171. Um, there's a couple of guys on here, you know, potentially could be with us. There's Julian Blackman, safety out of Utah, who does a good job. Antone Brooks Jr. out of Maryland is a pretty decent safety. There's a couple of tackles that we could probably reach on. I'm just not sure if if it's worth it right now at this point. But there is one guy that I have become a huge fan of in watching his tape and just more and more, I, I want to see this kid on, on the Houston Texans. It's Antonio Gandy-Golden, the wide receiver out of Liberty. Now, it may not be the biggest school, but shoot, there's stars all the time that come out of the small schools. Uh, Randy Moss was from Marshall. He's a late-round prospect that I think is is going to do do wonders probably the second half of the season. And I'm doubling down here on wide receiver also just because obviously we need to hit, hit, and I think this guy is one to do it. Um, he's a jump ball specialist downfield. Uh, he's a good red zone target. He's He may not be the best route runner, and he doesn't do as many, you know, he he, has, he doesn't have a complete route tree but he does have the physical traits to do that and if he can just learn some of those he'll be solid. Will Fuller is a really good route runner and if he can pick up some things from him, pick up some things from Kenny Stills, I think he'll be awesome. You know, he he's a pretty fast guy, you know, was a track star um back in the day. He's got a great adjustment and catch radius. He may struggle at times to find success against some of these NFL cornerbacks. Just because of his route running, he needs to work on his release a little bit. Uh, but he is a developmental prospect, and I do think he's going to find a home and just flourish. He's, he's my sleeper for the draft, so keep, keep, a, uh, keep your eye out on Antonio Gandy-Golden out of Liberty. Now, the Texans don't have a pick in round six, They do, however, have three picks in round seven. They've got pick 240, 248, and 250. Um, There's a total of 255 picks this year uh, for the draft. So round seven, you're trying to find just depth. Uh, You may hit on a contributor or two. And um, like I said earlier in the pod, there's one or two running backs that I'm looking for to be there in round seven. Uh, to kind of be a change of pace, kind of bruiser for the Texans uh, someone that could actually come in uh, drafted from round seven and really contribute. One of those is running back out of Cincinnati Michael Warren the second big bruiser. he's really physical. he's great with his feet. Uh, he's he's not gonna be you know hopping around in the backfield. he's gonna hit the hole and go. Um, He, you know, he falls forward, which is always a good trait, you know, always picking up that positive yardage. He's gonna be a good short yardage back. He may not have the long speed, but he is going to be able to use his power and elusiveness and get you the yards you need. Maybe beat the goal line, maybe, you know, third and one, fourth and one, you know, those those plays when you really need just a couple of yards, you can hand it to him and, and get it. So, At 240, we're picking up the running back out of Cincinnati. There's also a good chance here that we pick up another camp body for offensive line. Like I said earlier, we need interior linemen to kind of help compete and maybe push some guys, Um, and depth in general is always good on the line. So there are a couple different options for offensive line depth here. One that I think I'm going to go with is Charlie Heck, offensive tackle out of North Carolina. He's surprisingly fluid for a man of his size. You know, he, he does a great job taking advantage of his long arms uh, for pass protection. And, well, you know, Deshaun Watson gets sacked a lot because we've had issues, and pass protection's a big key here. He is a son of an NFL offensive line coach, so that's got to be good for something. Uh, he's been pretty consistent in his pass protection throughout his career. Um, he does have room to improve on technique. Especially once you get up here and you have better pass rushing. But he's got a hot, you know, naturally high center of gravity that leads to kind of some body control issues. So if he can kind of get lower, uh, learn from Tunzel or, you know, even Howard in his young career. You know, learn from these guys. And he may even be okay to uh, jump inside uh, for a little bit. We can see there. More than likely, you know, he'd be a reserve swing tackle for a team in the NFL, so any added depth here is going to be welcome. So we went with Charlie Heck out of North Carolina, um, and just two picks later, we are back up again for our last pick in the draft, and and we're going to take a shot. I don't think this guy will get drafted. I do, however, want him on the Texans team. I think he would be a great addition, and that is Bryce Stirk, a defensive end from Montana State, 6'4", 260 pounds, um, yes, it's Division One football, uh, but he still he has an opportunity to impress any team that he does get on. Last year, he had forty-two tackles solo, sixty-five total, nineteen tackles for loss, and fifteen sacks. Uh, again, I know this is D one, but that's still pretty impressive. Uh, the year before, he even had eight and a half sacks. The dude is is a specimen. You know, he's he's got the athleticism. He he ran a 4.6940, which isn't isn't slow. You know he's got a 34 and a half inch vertical jump. He'll be you know be able to jump up and and knock down passes. You know you learn from the best. Learn from what, how to swat him down. He could be a good sleeper, and he might even draw some attention from teams late, which is why I want to take him here instead of risking the potential of somebody else calling him and getting him as an undrafted free agent. So that wraps up our draft. Uh, we took Ross Blackman, interior defensive lineman, out of TCU with our first pick at 40. Uh, we turned around and got one of the best cornerbacks in the draft and Trevon Diggs out of Alabama, 57. Third round, we took Van Jefferson, wide receiver out of Florida. Fourth round at 111, we took Bradley N.A., the edge rusher out of Utah. In the fifth round, we took Antonio Gandy-Golden a project wide receiver. And in the seventh round, we wrapped up with the running back out of Cincinnati, Michael Warren The II, uh, offensive tackle Charlie Heck out of North Carolina, and we took Bryce Stirk out of Montana State, the defensive end, to wrap up the draft. I'd say overall, it's pretty successful. I, we'll see, you know, we'll compare it to our mock draft we do with the network. I don't think Diggs will fall to us at 57. So we'll we'll see how it goes and I, I look forward to doing that and sharing that with you guys as well. Who knows, uh, we'll see how how quick it goes. Maybe I'll even do uh, a play-by-play and and, and do it live. But that's it for today's show. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the show if you like it. You know, we're found in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much all of your main podcast locations here's a little emergency update through the middle of editing this podcast here the texans have traded for brandon cooks from the la rams for their 57th overall pick go listen to my emergency pod to find out more hope everyone has a good rest of your day stay safe out there and don't forget go texans